effectively, personal, personal data, you have more and more of that everywhere, right? So personal data used to be something that was very restricted uh, back in the days. You know, it used to be what you did on the internet, you know, in the 90s, but like that was like a very small part of your life. It was like maybe some data government had or some company had, but it was like not really significant. What happened is that over the last 20 years, as everything around us became connected, you know, started using smartphones, and then we started like, you know, basically digitalizing everything around us. This, the amount of personal data we started giving away became huge. And effectively today, your entire life is tracked and is represented as some form of personal data in some company's database. Um, so personal data in itself is becoming more and more of an issue and with it, privacy. And where I think the secure computation comes in, you know, whether it's multi-party computation, whether it's homomorphic encryption, differential privacy, whatever technology you want to use, is that it, it enables us to use this personal data without any kind of risk on the individual user privacy. So let me give you an example. Let's imagine you want to do some statistics on a population. Maybe you want to figure out, you know, how many people bought Bitcoin last year. But you don't want to know anything about individual users. You just want to know things about the population. Well, it turns out you had multiple ways where you can achieve that, where the users would encrypt their own personal answer, send that for processing, but the result of aggregating the encrypted information for all the users would actually be unencrypted. So you could actually get a population statistic without learning anything about the individual people in the population. And I think this is why it's a generally applicable model, whether it's for you know, election or census or even just machine learning or analytics for a mobile app. This idea that you can compute on encrypted data is, is basically universal. I think within 10 years, those technologies are going to be powerful enough that you're gonna, you can use that in a generic purpose. Today, however, you're 100% right. Uh, well, I mean, most of them would be very slow. The way that you actually make it run efficiently is by also tweaking the other side of the equation. So, for example, if you want to do machine learning with, you know, uh, homomorphic encryption, you can actually tweak both the crypto side and the machine learning side to make it fit. And so the more specific the problem, the easier it is to actually sort of specialize the treatment of the personal data that you're making. And I think this is the right approach today. I don't believe that as it is now, you're able to have a general computing platform that's encrypted yet. However, I do believe that most applications and most things that need to be computed, as long as you know exactly what you want to do, you could probably do it securely. It's just a question of effectively solving the problem as a whole and not just trying to solve the cryptographic you know, uh, schemes alone. I think in general, yes. I mean, your identity is just personal data like anything else. So, you know, I mean, it's, it, it depends what you want to compute, right? It's, uh, um, part of the reason why... So, in general, it's never a good idea to store a lot of personal data in one centralized database. Because the moment you do that, that database becomes the primary target for every government surveillance program or every hacker on the planet, every spy that you can think of. So the less centralized the personal data is, the more secure it is for the citizens. 
However, as a government, of course, you know, you still want to be able to access the data. And so I think this is a very good use case, in fact, for, uh, you know, both blockchain potentially, but also for secure computation and ideally maybe even a combination of the two. You know, the blockchain could be the layer that guarantees the truth of the personal data. So, you know, this is really that person's data, whereas the, compute, the secure computation is what enables you to exploit it. And so probably the solution to offering a really private by design, you know, e-residency program or whatever, you know, government, uh, 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 you know, uh, stuff would probably be a combination of different technologies. I don't think secure computation alone is enough because if the data is stored in one place, one encrypted, it doesn't help you. So, you know, I, I think in general, what you need to really consider is, decentralization of the data plus secure computation and plus, of course, secure communication. Like these three layers are needed in order to actually have 100% privacy. Both companies and governments have responsibilities in ensuring privacy, right? Like governments, governments need to build privacy in regulations, right? And companies need to build privacy in their products. It's effectively, you know, you need both sides of the equation. Uh, if governments don't build regulation to things like the GPR, companies will never want to care about building privacy in the products. And at the same time, you know, if governments, you know, started abusing the data, companies would try to fight back. But the point is, I, I'm actually, I do think that governments, because they act as platforms for citizens, have a legitimate role in this sort of like data brokerage part. However, I don't think you need to centralize the data in the government to do that. I think in general, the way that things are evolving today is we're moving away from data as something that is stored and rather towards data as something that's transmitted. And so the government's role isn't to be a database of personal data, but rather to be a connector of all the different people with the different services on top of it. In, in other words, the government could work as... Um, controlling and providing the network without necessarily having to worry about the storing of the data. I, I do believe, I mean, I think it's, so there are different models, right? But I do believe that the role of the government, it would typically be to create standardization and interoperability, as well as legal safeguards for people who would abuse it. So the role of the government isn't to provide infrastructure as much as it is to enable the infrastructure to be done in a safe way.